wherever you go, however you go. For energy on the go, it's got to be 5-Hour Energy. It works fast, it works long, it tastes good, and with zero sugar and four calories, there's nothing holding you back. Fits your pocket, fits your backpack, fits your on-the-go life, whether you're going to work, going on vacation, or just going out with friends. 5-Hour Energy. Energy on the go. For more information, visit 5hourenergy.com. Hey, I'm Alan McGuire. And I'm Jean Sutton. And this is Roast Chestnuts, a podcast where we give made-for-TV Christmas movies the respect they deserve. Our guest today is comedian and person, Aaron McGathy. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. It's very exciting. Um, so our film today... I hope that sounded sincere. It did. Okay, good. Yeah, I was like, Sometimes oh, I listen back and I'm like, oh, yeah. it sounds like I'm being sarcastic, I think but I'm really happy to be here. Accents. Are you American? Like, I am, yeah. yeah. They sound sincere, I think. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> there are all American accents in these films and they're very sincere. Yeah. Right. There we go. Yeah. It's a very nice way of saying dumb, dumb sounding. <laughs> Ernest. <laughs> uh, so we don't think is, these movies are dumb. Yeah. We did no, two seasons them. of podcasts about it. <laughs> right, of course. Sorry. <laughs> so, did I say the name of the film? No, it's With Love Christmas, which is really awkward to say and to search for. Gene, oh. um, give us a synopsis. Oh, Alan, like it's going to be a struggle. <laughs> I wasn't into this one at all. So yeah, basically, like we have a girl called <coughs> Melanie. She works in advertising, um, a creative agency role, and she's put on a project to pitch a mobile phone ad very fucking close to Christmas. Like mm-hmm. Christmas um, is about yeah. to happen and this apparently like this iPhone company are like, we need a Christmas ad, like a John Lewis ad. Yeah. And it's like two weeks to Christmas and her and her colleague Donovan, who's a bit cold, um, they have to team up together. The man, the head of the company is like, you two need to get this project over the line. So it's about them making the ad, but there's a really convoluted plot involving the office secret Santa <laughs> and she's his secret Santa and she wants to get to know him to get him the perfect present but as she gets to know him she falls in love with him and he's not convinced of Christmas and he thinks someone else is secret Santa so it's got Serrano de Bergerac um, the John Lewis Christmas ad <laughs> and there's a bit of lean in bollocks going on as mm-hmm. well because she's a bit of a pushover and everyone's like stop being nice because you know <laughs> being, being a nice woman is like the worst thing in the world mm. um, you know you've got to be a businesswoman. so <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't a fan of this movie philosophically and plot wise, but we're going to talk about it. <laughs> so, uh, how does the film start? We see a gigantic Christmas tree in the lobby, which is important. And no, good. it actually starts with like, I wrote down, and this like is Jean writing, not Jean talking in her Tipperary accent. Baller move opening. Vista of a shithole town with a flyover or whatever you call those roads. And then we go to Christmas. So we see like this horrible town from yeah. the air with like a motorway going through it. And then it's Christmas and you're like, it's like, you know, when you used to record things when you were younger and on the VHS it's been used repeatedly and something yeah. from the other thing creeps in. Like we have a recording. Dad just filming the outside of a house. Yeah. yeah. We have a recording of like the Philadelphia story, but like, um, so we'd watch it, but in the middle was like the 9 11, <laughs> a few days after, <laughs> minute silence. 
So like this is what this felt like. I was like, why are they showing us this town? Like they've basically ruined the whole pretense of these are like Gilmore Girls-esque Stars Hollows towns. Yeah. Mm. I've just seen that this town has a bypass mm-hmm. and bypass towns are always miserable. Yeah, because it anyway. it's set in Connecticut and I didn't know Connecticut had shitholes. I thought it was just all Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Everywhere. Really? So, yeah. Very <laughs> and also, if you're like, so the, well, I'm just going to call it the iPhone because it's a, it's clearly like, don't even yeah. make it an effort to hide that it's an iPhone. God, do you Why remember they when they were just <laughs> describing the technology on it? Oh. He's like, it's got four ro- roving uh, <laughs> uh, gigawatts, like 64 like, something. Yeah. But it also has a function where you can send emails on delay. On delay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, yeah that's called like a plugin called, yeah. is it Boomerang or something? Yeah, it's Boomerang, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gmail, I think, has that, yeah. But also, why is the iPhone using an ad agency in a shithole town two weeks before Christmas. It's also yeah. like a comment on um, like <laughs> the artistic market where in that meeting when they're talking to them, they're like, I'll be honest, we're, we've had, we're getting pitches from all these different agencies, mm-hmm. which is, which is an immoral thing that happens to like graphic designers <laughs> and stuff where they do all this work. Yeah. Yeah. Getting ahead mm-hmm. of myself, but in that meeting, I don't know if you remember the drawing, but clearly, like, the director's son did, like, a yeah. really oh, yeah, yeah. shitty yeah. drawing. But, yeah, it starts in that office. Yeah. And it's a shit office. Like, it looks like a real office. I think that's uh, they've used that office before, I think. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. That's I, the office I'll from... double check. Maybe last year there was an ad agency as well or something, was <laughs> Yeah, I think so. We've definitely yeah. seen it before. And there's a cafe, I think, is the cafe from uh, the Perfect Christmas uh, Perfect Christmas Gift as well. Mm. Yeah. This is, I think this is, this is a very Vancouver, secretly Vancouver set film. They yeah. make the most of their Vancouver. This I think. film should have been called the per- perfect Christmas gift. We'd love the Christmas gift. They had that one, one. Right, yeah. last year, and it was better. I would it was say. good. Yeah. yeah, it was a better one. Sorry, Aaron. I kind of That's feel okay. you got a dud. I, actually, no, I did actually like it. Alan, yeah. if you and me ever went to Vancouver, would we like just die? Because we'd be like, oh, that's in this movie. That's from here. I can't believe I'm having a hot chocolate in the cafe from With Love Christmas. Yeah, but like the Vancouver people, like, you know, like we filmed the X Files here. That's like from the X Files. Like, no. Like, it's from the Twin, Christmas Twin Peaks tour as well. And we yeah. just be like, sorry, just fuck off. Like, yeah. this is this is the office. <laughs> I'm from With Love Christmas. Oh, she loves Christmas trees. So that's made apparent earlier on. So she yeah. loves Christmas. And that's mm-hmm. a bingo card, yep. isn't it? So we have a bingo card for this season. So a uh, protagonist mm. who loves Christmas and she loves Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. And she com- she is Christmas. They right? say she like owns she's Christmas. She's a metaphor. She yeah. owns Christmas? Someone says that to her. Her friend oh. says her that she owns Christmas. That's why she should have the Evergreen account. Oh, she right, owns right. Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. She is Christmas. Yeah. But she's too nice and she's a pushover. And mm-hmm. she's really nice to the guy who got the account. She's like, best of luck with the pitch today rather than being like, I hope it fucking fails. <laughs> <laughs> so... Like Melanie's lovely and her friend says that's her at the beginning. She's trying to set her up on a date. And she's like, you said yes to that date too easily and you're too nice to him. You're too nice. She keeps being told she's too nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. She did say that that date, that blind date is cute and he has a dog. And he's a fireman. Which sounds yeah. amazing. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's I want to see this Yeah, man. why not? Yeah. yeah. Let's do, see the film about him. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. um, she seems, Melanie seems like lovelorn. And for, in that first in that first scene, doesn't it feel like she likes like Donovan? She already has a crush on him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but then that yeah. kind of goes away. Mm. There's like a much ado about nothing sort of yeah. period where it's like, oh no, they don't like each other. But yeah. I was like, in that first scene, she's all she's like, clearly, Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who's this guy with no personality? <laughs> <laughs> it also like takes on a bang of um, you've got mail. Yeah, there's okay. a secret email thing. So like 
yeah there is yeah. no initial antagonism like this isn't much to do about nothing or something like these people yeah. they're just work together mm. like yeah and everything really hinges boring. on this secret Santa thing Oh, and the owner of the company, I think, implies that his grandfather invented Secret Santa. Yes, he very clearly does. <laughs> He's like, it's a tradition. It's really important. And it's funny because it seems like he it's says, a challenge. It's meant to be, it, may, it would be interesting if like to the ad people, he was like, it's your job to know what makes people tick. So this is mm. kind of a test. But then like at the end and throughout everyone, like no one knows how to do any of this. Yeah. They're like shit gifts. Everybody's just the same secret Santa gets yeah. together in an yeah. insurance office, like where I work. He says participation yeah. is mandatory, and I was like, yeah. "Whoa, That's yeah, robot legal. boss here." Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was just thinking of various Chris Kindles I've been in. So the one the year before last, I gave someone the Chris Kindle in the office, but like because we would have different holidays, but mm. I didn't get anything left on my desk. Oh. oh. Mm. Which, to be but fair then you enough, went outside and there there was a sled waiting for you, right? Right? <laughs> no. I went outside to Smithfield Square and there was someone shouting at their wife at the children's school. <laughs> um, but you so, had said that that was your dream. Yours yeah. was dream. So Other people's misery. But then my last Christmas thing, I was in the company, let's just say, I'm not there anymore. Mm. <laughs> Sounds really mysterious. But like, again, it was a big office and... We all worked in silo. So I was like, fuck it, do I have to do this? And mm-hmm. I wasn't even going to go to the Christmas party mm. because I didn't really know anyone. And I went along and I didn't bring a gift. And actually, there was a reason I didn't bring a gift because I was going to. And then they had like their little staff awards and I got like a really weird cert that I still have printed <laughs> out and they laminated it. And I can't remember what I said, but I remember sending it to friends being like, is, is it most likely pro- to move on? or like?" <laughs> it was something like, I can't really remember the exact word, but implied something really bad about me. It probably had like too much of a personality or something. It was like, it was really Mm, weird that someone had come up with and like they'd gone through a senior manager for all the awards and it was laminated. I remember just getting it and just being like, I took a picture and I sent it to friends and they were like, what the fuck? And I'm like, Mm. yeah, this is my initial reaction. So I was passing through iron and I was like, I'll get a mug. And then I was like, actually, fuck him. Yeah. So I went and yeah. I just like took a platter. It was like the food. I was just like, I'm taking all this. Ate it all. <laughs> went up to Secret Santa and just took a fucking gift. That's great. <laughs> and then I just gave the gift to my sister the next day. I was like, I don't fucking want this. So oh, yeah, that, that was. Um, yeah. <laughs> I still have that cert somewhere. I'll have to put up an Instagram or something eventually because. Mm. Yeah, it was basically like when I told my mother, she was like, what? <laughs> Um, yeah, that's my secret Santa experience. Haven't <laughs> been nice. I haven't had a nice one in years. I got one nice one, and it, because there's there was like one person in our office who was really good at secret Santa, and I happened to get her one year. She She's got, like, Melanie. A, pretty much her name was uh, Mary, actually. So it was similar enough. She got like a big tub of like like artisanal popcorn with chocolate in it mm. and Pac-Man cufflinks. I was like, wow, that's a good haul. Yeah, yeah, that's really that was nice. Yeah. So, and it's really easy to buy <coughs> a work colleague a nice present as well. He's got the Debenhams, kind of... just at those t- Christmas tables in Debenhams. Yeah, and there's like hand creams and stuff. Hot chocolate things are lovely. Yeah, yeah. and, and people... Nando sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I had a. I worked at a like marketing firm, and I had dated someone who worked in sales, and I got him for Secret Santa. Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was. It was awkward because I had like part of our relationship was like me leaving gifts on his desk all the time. Expensive destiny. (laughs) (laughs) But it was things like a bottle of like Mexican Coke and like just like Mm. cute things that he liked and drawings and stuff. And 
I I took it as an opportunity to like give him really like personal gifts. This is now depressing me remembering this. Oh. But um Is it like Jim's teapot in the office kind of? <laughs> um yeah, yeah. Like it was um yeah, I should have I should have thought of this beforehand before coming but it, definitely like I was giving him gifts and then gave him a gift at the end and he was like yeah I know I know it was you yeah <laughs> was, that's yeah. lovely we didn't get back together oh okay he sent me an email recently so it's okay fun. that's that's good yeah yeah I'm sure you're better off Aaron yeah I think so um but then Donovan we see his pitch and it's shit it's like yeah. This it's phone, so blah, 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 the logo. And the guy's like, that doesn't say Christmas. He's like, there's snow in it. But it's like, shit. Yeah. yeah. And he's yeah. like, it's cold. And I was like, they say like, it, it needs heart. And he's like, what's heart? <laughs> and I know they have to like, make him cold so that he warms up to Christmas. But it feels like they overcompensated and made him like an alien. Yeah. Because he like, doesn't eat sugar and doesn't I have Christmas memories. I thought he was memories. going to be a war vet. I was like, that, like what yeah. would explain this behavior? Oh, he, sh- he saw his friend get his head blown off. Blown up by an in Afghanistan. Yeah. Or an orphan maybe. Right, yeah. But not even an orphanage orphan, like a country ditch orphan. Yeah. Or something. Like or maybe never even seen they a were person out, <laughs> They were out at Christmas on their like second tour of Afghanistan. They were playing Christmas football. <laughs> and the football, the football... And he suggested it. Football yeah. went out the bounds <laughs> and his dog, who he loved went out to collect it and the dog like sniffs the football and the nose hits the football <laughs> and then it hits an LED. I think that's what they call them IEDs or LEDs probably IEDs I don't know definitely not an IUD that's what right. I, yeah. yeah but I think the, I think they're called LEDs I read a war romance once and <laughs> then the dog blew up so he saw all that happen and that's why he's like this but that's not what happens that Donovan's no. backstory is really boring it's because yeah. Donovan's Donovan's character is not very dynamic but one of his defining characteristics is that he's called to the world of advertising yeah that it is his passion it's what he was meant to do he came from a a long line of lawyers Mm -hmm. and And we only ever see him be shit at it yeah yeah Yeah. he's so bad he's just competitive and then expects that he's going to get this job even Mm -hmm. though he's just joined the company like Donovan belongs in the big short not with love (laughs) Christmas Or it's like doing like webinars for tech companies. Like designing yeah. webinars. Salesforce. You can't do anything with heart. Yeah, like you'd be a Salesforce sales rep. Although, yeah. you know, Salesforce is a great software. This isn't Spawned, but. No, I, I, <laughs> I test Salesforce for a living. It's very responsive software. It's very yeah, good. It's great. Uh-huh. Not Spawn. Still not Spawn. <laughs> it's very expensive. <laughs> I do. I do tip my hat to the writers for not even Googling what it's like working in advertising. Yeah. Or what the lead watching an Christmas episode are. of Mad Men yeah. or anything. Just. Is oh. Mad Men what it's like? Um, I've never seen Mad Men. I've never worked in advertising, so this my, is a trill for me. My friend, uh, my friend's mom used to work in advertising on Madison Avenue and was basically that um, Peggy character. Oh, yeah. Like the character was inspired, not inspired by her directly, but she said that it was all, yeah, yeah. that's what it was like. Oh, wow. That's mm. really yeah. cool. But like the rape wasn't like sexy or no. cool, you know, Yeah, not like it normally is. No. Hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they don't the advertise it like not the like HBO rape. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And there were no like uh, where you uh, get lamb skins and uh, yeah, and your character gets over it in two episodes time. Yeah, and, um, and yeah, has an army all of a sudden. This movie though has one big thing in it that is unheard of and kind of obliterates the bingo in that we have lots of female characters with speaking roles mm, and yeah. plot lines. That is that doesn't happen. No. There's usually two. 
It is one personality split between four <laughs> women. Yeah. It's the same. Do you notice how yeah. similar all those characters are? Yes. There's like one that listens to her, one that talks to her. Yeah. One that antagonizes, not even antagonizes her, it's just is also her. Yeah. Like they're, the, and they're just all yeah. nice mm-hmm. and, and supportive. Her sister, yeah. I like the scene right before she's about to reveal that she's been sending these emails. I love that her sister's like, it's going to be great. It's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, everything's going to work out. And then immediately after, there's a scene with her best friend where she's like, it's going to be great. You're going to be <laughs> fine. It's the same conversation. And there's one great bit with the, we've been watching the movie. You're watching the film. You know what's happening. Mm-hmm. He thinks someone else might be Secret Santa or whatever. And mm-hmm. her friend goes, do you think maybe he thinks someone else might be Secret Santa? It's <laughs> <laughs> been like the past 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was very good. <laughs> but again, she keeps being told about being more gutsy and stuff. And someone says there are times when it's OK to put yourself first. And this is like I was talking on the previous podcast is about how 2017 is a very different landscape to 2014 movies. And I keep thinking the whole America first thing and this new like, mm. you know, help yourself out personality type thing. And I'm like, mm, is this the first um, property because they're all pretty much Trump voting movies right are they? Do was you this think... 2014 when this, this came out this is 2017 so this whole Whoa, like you know that's kind of wild mm-hmm. yeah I just was a bit like mm, this mm-hmm. is I'm not really into this whole like yes empower yourself and be more confident and stand up for yourself but I don't like this at the expense of others like you don't say put yourself first I don't know I'm just mm-hmm. not into that I'm mm-hmm. like you know be bold like not ballsy. It's <laughs> well, I, think like, it's, I, just, I think it's more like, you know, put your put your um, breathing mask on in the airplane before you help other people so you can, so you like, can properly listen, help other people. If you're at that stage, you're all going down. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't, no oxygen. I want to be out when the collision happens. <laughs> I, I was on like a long flight recently <laughs> and they have, you know, Aer Lingus's new um, safety video has lots of like real people in them just looking completely blank in the most terrifying situation in their lives. <laughs> But they have one bit where they come out to the ra- the ramp and it shows you have to stand at the top of the ramp mm. and then they don't show them going down the ramp. So obviously the actors were distraught. Right. Like, we don't even get to go down the ramp. That's so shit. We're just going to stand <laughs> on top of it. Because that would be the main thing you'd be excited about when you get that job as a safety yeah. video person. But they don't get to do it. They just get to stand completely blank. Because mm. you want to see people with just no expression on their faces going down the slides as well. I think that'd be... <laughs> An excellent montage. No. Maybe they all had so much joy going down, and they're like, "We can't use this shot." There's no takes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like we <laughs> really yeah. nihilistic video. Mm-hmm. And all the women like have the same kind of curly, wavy, perfect hair. Yeah, they all look. They all look the same. They kind of all look like they're selling like those um, new gut bacteria tablets and regimes. <laughs> There was like an article about this like last year about like every female TV lead now has the same exact same hairstyle where mm. it's like straight on top and then waves at the bottom like Jane right. Virgin and everybody because it's like well, super no. difficult but it looks good on screen. Also, also the looks... GHD new Oracle not spawned would help you achieve those results I've <laughs> seen the vids. <laughs> and it's yeah. loads of extensions as well. well yeah, yeah like everyone on TV is fake hair. Anyone the yeah. public eye who looks well that hair is fake because like I remember dealing with some of the very low self-esteem and they were talking about how they feel like shit compared to other people and I was like brows eyelashes hair mm. mostly like three, two of those three things are fake yeah. you know like mm. so if you feel like it's depleted or whatever someone just has plastic hair like people getting married with like pony hair yeah you know they didn't get that from taking zinc supplements 
So, yeah. you know, it's, it's a shame though, because people don't know. And then when you, like, I've done a bit of TV work and when you show up just as a normal person, you're like, I look like a monster, but I'm, <laughs> but I'm no, I'm not a monster. Mm. I just don't have veneers and fake hair yeah. and fake eyelashes and fake eyebrows and. Oh, I'm very sad. I'd love to see a wrecked dog in one of these films. <laughs> I <don't, laughs> the run up to Christmas, you're like, fuck. Um, <laughs> so the, the the Donovan character is so, yeah. None of, none of the care. All the characters are really wooden. I don't understand. Like in these movies, usually, like, do people have different personalities? No. Like from person to person. No, some of the mm. male now. Some of them are good, like Mistletoe in the episode previous. That was like everyone was really defined and developed. Like that mm. script writer. Put the work in. That was this definitely one, an exception, though. Yeah, this yeah. one feels like they took tropes from other movies and just mashed them all together. Yeah. Um, like even her friend is partic- like sassy or anything. Like, yeah, no. and she was particularly this character downtrodden mm. in terms of like not standing up for herself and stuff. And he's particularly a wooden, unappealing. Yeah. Sometimes you'll get a guy like this in the film, and then they go away for a weekend to do the pitch, and they find a connection. Right. But in this one, he's just very wooden. He's a former yeah. model. Yeah, the actors. Uh, yes, right. But he also has a pilot's license, and sometimes oh. I'm always like, <laughs> a lot of billionaires, a lot of billionaires have like pilot that. license, and I'm always just a bit like, oh, the fuck do you have to be up in the air? You've loads of money. Can you not enjoy your time down here? So whenever I hear about a billionaire having a pilot's license, I'm like, like why? Yeah. And, but I mean, this guy, yeah, it sounds cool. Then you think of like the celebrities, you know, who have pilot licenses, and it's like John wankers, Travolta and yeah. Alex James from Blur. Like, oh, okay, maybe that's not a great thing for a but person. But this right. guy, Ford, it's a pilot's license. I mean, he's well, just, he's an exception. They have one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's too many good things. But Donovan, the actor, his name is Aaron O'Connell. He's a private pilot's license. We've said, um. But he works for a charity called Pilots and Paws, which take dogs from kill shelters to their new families. Oh, my oh. God. In airplanes? Yeah. Why? Why in airplanes? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's lovely, but it, but why? Say if a German, German Shepherd shows up or something, like some families want specific breeds or crossbreeds. So. Right. OK. And like there are certain dogs, breeds that work better with people on autism spectrums and stuff like okay. that. So, um. Yeah, there's all that sort of stuff. But I think that's lovely. I know somebody, well, I don't know them, but I know of somebody who's very rich and their father had a private jet and they took a private jet to Kansas to collect an Irish wolfhound. And I followed it on Instagram and I was like, this is what you call lots of money in yeah. action. Mm-hmm. That is a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, the dog was fab. <laughs> oh, Irish wolfhounds are amazing. At the doggy daycare where I put in our dogs, there's two Irish wolfhounds there sometimes. Mm. And they could just literally step over the gates if they wanted to, but they don't because they're so good. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. they're amazing. Yeah. gigantic and nice and gentle dogs. They're so nice. But apparently oh. now, the Jamie Blake Knox, who I don't know where he is in the world right now, but he helped research his father's book on the history of Irish dogs. And he told me when we were on a press trip that Irish wolfhounds don't actually exist. So Irish wolfhounds died out. So what we're seeing now is just a composite of different breeds made to look like an Irish wolfhound. He told me that. I hope it's true. (laughs) (laughs) Because I've been telling loads of people. (laughs) (laughs) I doubt Jamie's listened to this. Didn't keep in touch. I mean, if Irish wolfhounds are what we call Irish wolfhounds, like we call apples apples, but they're totally different than they were 100 Mm. years ago. How so? Just that the nutrition and everything about them, just like their chemical makeup, has changed so much over the last hundred years. That what it's did they taste the like a hundred years ago? The heaven. You can get a good apple now. 
<laughs> apple pies. You used to literally just be able to eat an apple a day, and you're you were set. Oh, so that's where that came from. <laughs> yeah, like the apples that they have now are kind of designed to grow quickly and bounteously. So they, some guy discovered in like early 1900s how to. Um, I watched a BBC Four documentary about this. So I know about this. Um, <laughs> that you can actually graft. I feel apple. like I'm the only person who doesn't know about apples. You can, uh, like graft parts of apple trees onto each other to. Yeah, study mm. I know found, about like, the grafting thing. Yeah, yes. so there's like five. Most apple trees are based off like five grafts that this guy made. So everything comes from these like five basic root apples. There are like thirteen thousand varieties of apples at the moment. It's like yeast. Mm. Yeah. Wow! Didn't know that. Yeah. They should yeah. do a David Attenborough for veg. <laughs> there's a speaking of him being wooden there's a line in the when he's when he's in the in the meeting and he's pitching his commercial they say like we need you to appeal to the heart and he says heart there's also like another no. like he's a Brain robot Brain it, would, it would make so much more sense if he was an actual yeah, robot yeah. person there's another terrible line in the script where at the end of the Christmas party where the secret Santa's all happening that someone just goes, nice venue. And another person looks around and goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, when the woman opens the box and it's the it's the the reindeer jumper. Yeah. And she's like, who gave you this? And someone's like, me. That's so <laughs> he, distant from the yeah, mic. <laughs> so distant. And, and she's like, thanks, Betty. And it's just yeah. like, wait, how big is this room? Why isn't Betty yeah. near? Is she ashamed <laughs> nice of her gift? Like, yeah. yeah. Did, like, they're opening <laughs> yeah. every single present in tuxedos. That's, it would have taken so long. Yeah. Well, That's, I was like, well, and then it's a really bad group. buffet of like that. You know, the pasta <laughs> when it congeals into like a pillow of pasta. Oh, mm. yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Bad penny. Wherever you go, however you go, for energy on the go, it's got to be five hour energy. It works fast. It works long. It tastes good. And with zero sugar and four calories, there's nothing holding you back. Fits your pocket, fits your backpack. Fits your on-the-go life, whether you're going to work, going on vacation, or just going out with friends. Five-hour energy. Energy on the go. For more information, visit 5hourenergy.com. Um, but Donovan, anyway, gets shafted after his brain ad um, yeah. <laughs> pitch. And I was really happy about that. And then they tell him to team up with Melanie. And Melanie is like, let's go on a walk to a craft fair and I'm going to help you see the true meaning of Christmas. And they start sharing details and stuff and whatever. And then Melanie looks like Malin Ackerman, actually. She does. She does. Yeah. yeah. Mm. She's Danish. Emily Utterup. Danish. Oh, yes. I noticed yeah. that. Her father mm. was um, an ambassador in Vietnam or something, wasn't he? Huh. Huh. Yeah. I, only, I didn't click into the full IMDb yeah. bio. Just saw how old she was and where she was from. That was it. And then she <laughs> starts sending him secret emails, mm-hmm. which I think now after bloggers unveiled and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a secret email experience. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Where I started getting emails on my birthday a couple of years ago. And they, did I tell, tell you about this before? I think I talked no. about this in Juvenalia. About no, the, you've know. got mail once. Okay, so this I got emails <laughs> on my birthday and they were copy and paste of the You've Got Mail emails. Huh. And I was like, I thought it, I genuinely thought it was somebody who knew I loved rom-coms, a friend's boyfriend. I didn't think it was creepy at all. Like, mm. I was like, oh, that's funny of Connor. 
And um, then I said it to him. And he's like, what the fuck are you on about? <laughs> but I've been responding back and forth with the copy and paste from IMDB, whatever. I did yeah. not see this. And now I'm like really creeped out by it. Do you still don't know who it was? I have a suspicion. And I think it was very <laughs> strange. I just don't want to bring it up because I don't want to open that um, envelope. But like, yeah. it's just weird. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder was... what they felt when they when you responded like intern like with the full yeah. <laughs> copy and paste. They're like, oh, all right. Yeah, I don't know. It was very weird. Um, mm. Like no fucking need. When I'm done, I am done. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so at the Christmas market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, says, uh, "Growing up, December was just another month in our house." Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. It's a uh, you'd think that. The way, the way that he talks, like you're expecting like the story of why he hates Christmas or whatever. But oh, like, yeah. His family situation, it's Very not normal. that bad. No, yeah. you finally like, meet his dad very... and his dad's really nice. Yeah, his dad's really nice. Yeah. His dad gets a card from him and is like, my yeah. son. Yeah. That that was a very awkward scene. <laughs> yeah. And his dad does have a busy job. Like, you know, and a lawyer yeah. in the run up to Christmas, especially mm. in a small town, you have a lot of um, things to get done you know, end of your reports, like end of your accounts and things like that. There's a lot of admin because I did law in college and I have a few friends who are lawyers and their Decembers are really busy. Hmm. Like it's the like people who work in big jobs, like quarter four is a big thing. Um, So like, I know, yeah, I didn't really feel much sympathy for him, even yeah. when he was implying Christmas is shit. I'm like, nothing happened to you. Mm. Yeah. You could have put up your own tree as well. Yeah. So. Like, don't you think like people are more likely to, if they grew up in a house where December was just another month, that they would probably embrace Christmas more mm. as adults and less be like, yeah. well, I guess I'm just going to continue on this sad tradition from my childhood. He seems like he doesn't, <coughs> excuse me, has never really experienced anything of the world outside of his yeah. own head. Yeah. He seems like surprised by the existence of cookies. He doesn't know what a bracelet is really. Right. You know? He's a bit yeah. of a walk yeah. in Zoolander. <laughs> he is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's probably, he's, he's just failed upwards because he's like a handsome white man who looks Like Patrick competent. Swayze on protein. Yeah, yeah, and he just like doesn't say a lot. And yeah. they're like, okay, yeah, here we'll give you a promotion. <laughs> he goes from town to town trying to work in advertising. Yeah, he's never said anywhere more than six months at a time. He's yeah. Just, also that, I don't know if you noticed, but like that first scene when he gets the email from her, his house is decorated for Christmas. And I think that must have been a mistake because later on those shots are more wide and you see that he has Christmas decorations up. Isn't he in a cafe for those? Oh, is he in a cafe? I think so, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right, that makes sense. Yeah, because I was confused as well. By, yeah. Because he said he didn't like, read and he was like in front of a library of books as well. Right, I was right, like, right. You need to look around. <laughs> <laughs> and they're uh, you know, he's like in the cafe speaking aloud as he's typing yeah they're that's both another thing that. that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and the email exchanges are really inane like yeah. there's yeah. nothing revealed um, he also goes to visit her she's very close to her sister and brother-in-law and he comes to visit them and they decorate the tree all together and the kid does this, this big thing the angel placing <laughs> and then the kid just fucks the angel <laughs> at the top of the tree and I'm like <laughs> That's not how I've ever seen an angel placed in a tree. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, so that was like half arsed. The kid was good though. Yeah, he was I liked good him. He reminded me of my nephew actually, so I liked him. Yeah, he seemed like a nice kid. He wasn't overly annoying. Did you yeah. notice her house is fucking huge in it? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, when that happened, I was like, whoa, maybe I should have worked in advertising. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and she has so many Christmas decorations. Yeah, so big. Yeah. She's yeah. got loads of rooms in the house. She like yeah. had a room like fully decorated, but still had like three boxes of baubles unopened. Yeah. It's like, what? She looks like doing like a mosaic of baubles, of, like <laughs> Golden Santa on the wall or something. That'd, that'd be good, actually. Do you think it's sad? Do you think it's sad living alone and having that many decorations? Or is that a nice thing? Oh, I, I, I think it's nice. Mind what you do. Yeah. Hmm. I presume she has, she seems to have friends. She probably has visitors and maybe her house is like the Christmas hub right. house. Like if you, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm recently going through a breakup and I have, a, I was literally, I was thinking about this today because I was like, I have all these decorations. Mm. Will it seem cool or sad to have all the decorations no, up? I don't think so. Like, I think go for it, hang yeah. everything up yeah, and watch loads of films and mull wine. Do yeah, you can watch wine? whichever Christmas film you want. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to. You, I don't have to. You, you, you don't have to one. wait to watch Gremlins till you're both there. You have to watch some Gremlins now, so that's the one. Advantage. I'd say put the decorations up tonight. <laughs> put uh, them up tonight. Put them up tonight. <laughs> yeah, we've got, we've got the ball rolling now. So yeah, it's May as well October sixth. Yeah. I was recording this, so yeah. <laughs> also, the next part of the movie is Melanie's brought into the... There's a few bad pitches and Donovan's not um, collaborating with Melanie mm. on them and she's a bit annoyed and her friend's like, no, you need to say this isn't on. Like, you have to show me all the ideas. But Donovan and her are brought into separate meetings and she's told, listen, you're in running for the creative director position that's coming up. We'd love to see you go for it. Um, Donovan's also going for it. So that's going to create a bit of tension, but it doesn't really. Yeah. And Donovan's yeah. a bit annoyed. He's like, I thought it was for me. And then... But then I think he probably realised, actually, I'm shit. Um, <laughs> and the boss says, oh, one thing that's holding you back from promotion is you don't integrate well with the staff. And, you know, you're going to be in a big manager position. You need to know the staff. So he joins them for a work night out and they go to a green screen um, skating ring. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, it's... Um, it's very cheap green screen. Yeah. 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 It's bad. They just, they shouldn't, they could have done something else. Like any other staff night idea. Because they don't go skating. We don't see them having a great time Did skating. they run out of money for this, I wonder? Because they could have gone <laughs> to an ice rink and they could have recorded voiceovers instead of having them reading the letters out loud to themselves. Right. They just ran out of money for ADR and an ice rink trip. That's so a good theory. To, yeah. Solid theory. Have great mm. theories. Yeah. Um, so now what happens? Yeah, he so... pitches a bad pitch again. Yes. Oh, then we find out that his mother died when he was young. That's when we find out that. And he his dad it. wants him to be a lawyer. Yeah. And comes from a long line of lawyers. And his sister's successful. Yeah. Oh, okay. So here's the, the really weird part for me. So they go back to the craft fair. Oh, no, he bumps into her at the craft fair with her nephew. And they have a lovely time. And then they take a picture with Santa with the three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, then later, he has a copy of that picture. Yeah, and Which he's is holding really it. Weird. Like, yeah. It is weird. And it also makes it seem like he's fantasizing about that kid being there. Yeah. Imagine, like, <laughs> going, Here, please take this picture of my nephew with you and you go, Yeah, I want you to have this. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, I think I'm on his dad's side with the lawyer thing. Like, he decided not to be a lawyer to work in advertising, mm. like, in the capitalist <laughs> machine. Like, yeah, it's like, not like he's... Dad, this is... <laughs> I want to not make a change or it's a like difference. It's like pottery or something. It's still, like, yeah. one of the, like, four corporate jobs that you that yeah, they have in these not, things. It's, it's, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty um, horizontal move. Mm. I think that's also around the time when uh, Melanie says to her best friend... Uh, over e- like just talking about the emails with Donovan and says I'm discovering so many things about him that I didn't know he has a sense of humor 
And then, <laughs> and then the friend says, I'm going to have to see video evidence of that. Like, it was so <laughs> st- stupid. Poor yeah. John. Like, he is getting He has a sense here. of humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's also just, like, creepy to be sending anonymous messages um, in a bid to solicit personal information, I think. I do feel the like... The GDPR is all over the place on this. Yeah. yeah it really <laughs> sure, is. it's all over the place in the States. I can't read loads of <laughs> he also um, goes, websites. He goes from being, like, really withholding to all of a sudden saying like well my dad never believed in me (laughs) but then not explaining any of it really yeah and his dad's PA has a scene where Secret Santa was like listen you should talk to your dad Mm. and he's like okay and he rings up and to say how he really feels and the PA answers the call and the thing is they didn't need that scene he could have showed up at the office but the PA I'm glad she's in it because she is gets so into it she loves it she is smiling I feel like I know you and (laughs) he talks about you so much so like that's the purpose to be like oh your father talks about you but like she is on screen in two scenes yeah Yeah. and she has the office uh, to herself this entire scene to herself as well yeah Owning this fucking set. With I this love scene. her yeah. second scene when she walks in and she's like, delivery with the letter. And it's, it's saying it so happy and hands him the letter and then just stands there. And I'm like, <laughs> why is she just standing there? And he opens the card and is like, it's my son. And she's like, great. And then leaves like, <laughs> just to make sure that she's she just forgot to do the reacting part yeah. in between. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I loved her. <laughs> and then they go to the staff Christmas party in the nice venue. And <laughs> which is certainly just the office, yeah, redressed. And yeah. the secret Santa slash Melanie has been wondering for ages what to get him. And in the end, she gets him a tie and two baseball tickets, mm-hmm. a really generic present. He didn't need, yeah. This. Was there a big like scene with the basketball or a baseball? Basketball. Like, he there... said he used to go to basketball with his father, I think. Oh, uh, okay. that was a thing they used to do together that they haven't done in a while. I missed out on that, yeah. So it's such a codependent present. Like there could have been a bigger the gift te- yeah. is a relationship with your father. Mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they had so many conversations. It could have been definitely a better opportunity for a cooler present. Yeah. To put in. Yeah. Was but a bit they of a said not in any of those conversations. Like you know. Yeah. She's not in yeah, We don't know anything about him. Like maybe it would be like, if I get the promotion, you can have it as the present. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it would be better if there had been something. Of a shared experience of theirs that you could have gotten a present in reference to that. Yeah, yeah. But there was nothing because it wasn't written very well. There was no actual yeah. moment where they were like, this is the memorable moment. Between. There wasn't even a snowball fight, which there always is. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. This is a misery movie. <laughs> but then it goes to like unveiling the gift. So she, her gift. And then it turns out she's also gotten the promotion. So they announce it without telling her beforehand. Yeah. Which mm. I was like, ooh. Bad management there. That also happened in A Wish for Christmas, which is the very first film we did on yeah. this, where the promotion was announced at the Christmas party to Weird. bum out someone at a Christmas party. Yeah. Which seems inevitable if you do that. Right. There's no good way to do that, I think. So, yeah. yeah. There's only one winner, Alan. Mm-hmm. Also, do people announce promotions? Like they I mean, I guess if someone's going to be beforehand. a new director, like, yeah. yeah, they would know and yeah, you'd you be introduced at a meeting. Say yeah. you're going to accept the job as well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like in our work, they send around an email saying who's gotten promoted, but they tell the person first and then yeah. wait several days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. I thought they were going to get announced as co-creative directors because they both bought I'd have equal things to the table. if that happened mm. because he did not deserve that. <laughs> um, He's the brains. She's the heart. He's, and also the brains. Yeah, I yeah. love like yeah. he's so he's so so incompetent. Yeah, <laughs> in every way, and she still feels like she needs to make him feel yeah. all right. And I wonder if they were like, 
aiming for like a lean in thing, like you said, but they didn't want to make her a feminist because that would put off mid like Midwestern audiences. Right, yeah. So I had to pull it back a bit. So it just yeah. became this wishy washy nothing kind <laughs> of sexist people be like, No, we believe yeah. that women should have There's no feminists yeah. now in America. No. Alan. They wouldn't exist. No. Um <laughs> they're they're being written out of the cultural conversation. <laughs> so um I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um is there's an expression that's used in the film where I'm like, is this a real thing? Um, when the dad is talking to Donovan and is talking about like how good a lawyer Donovan would be, he says, your mom used to say you could sell a red popsicle to a woman with white gloves. No, that's On not July a phrase. 4th. Like, yeah. The phrase is <laughs> you could sell sand to the Arabs. Uh-huh. Right, or snow to an Eskimo. Snow to an Eskimo. Yeah, but like, also could smell, now. Could sell yeah. a red popsicle to a woman with white gloves. Yeah. It's, I lo- like, whoever wrote this went home at 4 p.m. every day, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> or they've been trying to make that happen for years. Yeah, come um, on, guys. It's just yeah. like, <laughs> you know, that, that saying. <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't want to buy it. She's wearing white gloves. Come on. You'd have to convince like her to buy said, the popsicle. Handing out people like, like gloves. No, look, watch. You know, what makes, <laughs> you know what makes more sense is like convincing a bride to have a chocolate fondue at her wedding or like a chocolate yeah. fountain at her wedding. Mm-hmm. That would make more sense. Yeah. Mm. But again, that's also, a, there's a lot to that concept too. Yeah. But I think it like, yeah, it's normally just noun to a noun. It's Yeah, maybe a bride with vertigo to have a chocolate fountain fountain next to her <laughs> at a, the altar on a skywalk yeah yeah, uh, yeah. and she has OCD so this mm-hmm. is why Donovan's <laughs> pictures don't get ahead because <laughs> there's, there's too much brain Donovan mm-hmm. too much brain that's where like that's how you'd let him down really if you're like okay we can't fire this guy because he will counter Sue or whatever he's union or whatever so mm-hmm. you're like well just tell him he's too smart mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's how I'd handle it what about the the other woman was her name Tracy oh who's... like she's just nice she and gets she gets fucked over yeah yeah the, oh the like the doppelganger yeah like she's the like, nice brunette she loves Christmas lady. as well Alicia I think her name was oh Alicia okay yeah um, and oh, Tracy's the best friend but yeah Alicia I mean all same personality yeah <laughs> <laughs> like Alicia is just gets along with him really well yeah she and... also gives him cookies and yeah and then he just like Christmas doesn't call well. her back yeah yeah and she he likes her intentional one. Yeah. Mm. I did like I liked when I did like that Melanie was like, Well, maybe he just likes her. And I was like, Yeah, maybe he just likes her. You know. <laughs> she seems very pleasant. And also maybe and she's, you not, she's not pretending to be someone else when she's around yeah. him, so that's good. And don't fall for someone who's a dick to you and can only open up mm. in an email yeah. to his, you know. Uh, yeah. Not yeah. a positive lesson really. Um Imagine how bad Donovan is at dating profiles. <laughs> what would it be it'd be like just his height nothing else <laughs> he'd be like sending a dick pic really early on mm. I think because he wouldn't have anything else to just say. to show off the evergreen camera though he's like look at the camera yeah. on his phone yeah I think it'd be like a picture of his gym pass okay and I'm gonna go on his um the actor's Instagram here. <laughs> oh yeah. exciting Aaron O'Connell I hope he's in the gym now Oh, yeah, I, um, I actually cried at the end of this one because I watched, I watched three of these films in a row last night. Um, <laughs> no way! Because the last one says when she says that she was a secret Santa, he says, "I wanted it to be you." I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's a nice, nice segment." Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's from 
You've Got Mail. I haven't seen You've oh, Got Mail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watched it to be you. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, yeah. Line, one movie ripped off so a Legally yeah. Blonde line as well. Oh, yeah, you've I wanted mail. it to be you. Yeah. Oh, that's so great at the end of You've Got Mail. I'm going to watch You've Got Mail. It's very good. It's so good. Tom Hanks, amazing man. Yeah. So Aaron O'Connell, a.k.a. Donovan, his Instagram is great, verified, aviator, actor. He's dog got a dog. He's got a dog here. Oh, it's a very good dog. His dog has an Instagram account. He's wearing What's Ray his dog's Vance. name? He's on Duke. I am. I don't know. I'm going to go back there now. He doesn't give him a name. Well, Fig. 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 That's nice. That is nice. He's here. He's after putting up a Instagram unplugged for a few days in our favorite place. It's him in the sea with his girlfriend, and they've got glasses of wine. Back in the lake, feel and recharge and motivate. So she's Natalie Pack. Feel, recharge and Whoa. motivate. I'm already following his girlfriend. <gasps> oh, Whoa. Because I follow loads of actresses who have become realtors. <laughs> and it's like, you know, you have like your niche oh thing on Instagram. Gosh. And I yeah. follow about five women who would bit parts in TV shows and then went, who are still like they're real good looking, <laughs> real generic. And then they're like, fuck it, I'm becoming a realtor. So I follow them through their journey of starting their realtor license. So they're married. Yeah, there's loads of them. But yeah, the realtor LA. So what I do is I get pictures of them still trying to be influencers. (laughs) That should be a reality show. And then I see pictures of nice houses. Yeah. And they're all dating like actors or whatever whose careers are working out and theirs aren't. Well, their careers as realtors are working out and I'm really happy for them. With a picture of their faces on it on their honeymoon in Greece. But yeah, I can... um, I'll send out a few um, Instagram accounts of realtors to follow. Absolutely do. We'll put it in the show yeah. notes. Yeah. It's my yeah. favourite. <laughs> very, very beautiful. Yeah, it's a journey. It is a journey that uh, I would like to see on screen. Here's a quote from his acting coach. Excellent. That says, you are a magnificent, you are and, and with a picture, like a sexy, like two camera picture of himself, black oh, and yeah. white. You are a magnificent creature that will only be, be on this earth once in all eternity. Follow your curiosity and fascinations. Burn bright, love deeply, and don't listen to the BS that says you're less than a miracle. Michael Wilson, my action coach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm invested <laughs> in his very, career now. Yeah, no, we're totally. LA. Aviator slash actor. Okay, we're, we're pro Aaron, o- Aaron O'Connell. Is that his name? Aaron. Aaron, Aaron? O'Connell. This, this is, is Aaron. Yeah. He's 100% a person that, like, if I was to meet him in real life and he said anything nice to me, I'd be like, stop making fun of me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he looks like just like a, a handsome bully. Do you know what? Yeah. They ended their honeymoon with a cake. I literally just said that. Them. Yes. Yeah. Did you say that? I literally said oh, that. Oh, did I? Yeah. Sorry. I'm just really, I'm not into this. I know. It's, it's, it's fascinating that they ate. Who has a honeymoon cake? Yeah. And then also, like, with their faces on it. We, um. They probably... We probably got like horny looking at that cake as He's well. And then, but they probably didn't eat it. Some of no. These. Look on, at them. They did. For our wedding cake, obviously like on the day, they, they do like the bottom base. And mm. then the thing the next day we had some cake. But they still had a load left over. So on the way to the airport for our honeymoon, we ate the rest of the cake. Oh, that's Just nice. in the car on the way up. And then and whenever we go on holidays, we always buy like a little, little, little cake to eat in the car on the way up. That's, like oh, that's lovely. Yeah. That is very yeah, lovely. Very sweet. It's pretty nice. Yeah. I love the way you say like, you know, Obviously, you eat the bottom tier or whatever, and I'm like, I've not, I don't know about anything. Obviously, at a wedding, I've been married. Oh yeah, that's true. So, yeah, there's like a chocolate biscuit there normally, and then that's the, okay. the one that gets cut and handed out, and then you have all the, a, all the fancy flavors for everybody else. I had oh. lemon drizzle cake at the last wedding. Oh nice. Ooh, I love any sort of lemon cake. Are you are you in a relationship? 
I am with the composer of the team music for this podcast, Daniel McCauley <laughs> of Cloudcastle Lake. Um, nice. Yeah. Good for Dan. That's my, <laughs> that's my new Like to go out with me and also to compose music for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a full time job composing music for the podcast? Yeah, my boyfriend is a full time job. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, he's a singer, okay. counter tenor, I believe. Oh, it's like nice. a proper singer. Like he's very high. He can hit a high. He's a lead singer in a band. Okay. I am living the 20s cliche a few years too late, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> but they're a very, very good band. So it's it's actually OK. What is the band? Yeah. Cloud Castle Lake. Oh, you said that. OK. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was a, another music term I didn't know. <laughs> I was like, under tenor, he's a cloud, cloud, <laughs> cloud castle lake. We're plugging the band. We're going to plug them again. OK, we should probably, we've talked about the whole film now, so we should probably yeah. wind it up. Erin, got some stuff to plug? Uh, yeah, starting in no, so this will be happening by the time this comes out. This is, today is the 16th of November, probably. Yeah, some of that. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, so every Thursday night at Wigwam at 8 p.m. Um, for Five Euro is Mob Theatre Dublin, which is an alternative comedy show. It's three different shows, Five Euro to get in for the whole night. Lots of great people who are also podcasters on this network involved. Tony Cantwell oh, cool. is in it and a lot of the Dream Gun guys. And yeah, it's very fun. Awesome. It's going, yeah, eight o'clock. Excellent. Wait, what? Okay. Uh, what have I got? Juvenalia. That's the other podcast that I do with Alan Tannum and Sarah Marie Griffin. It's a pop culture thing. It's a nostalgia thing. Jean is wearing a badge of it right now. Ooh. And it's on head stuff as well. <laughs> Jean, what you got? Well, first of all, I'm going to plug a... Um, charity homeless period ireland where you can donate sanitary um towels and tampons and stuff like that to various locations in ireland and they're going to be given to women who are in period poverty so women Mm. experiencing homelessness and other difficulties and this gives them a bit of their dignity back so you can they can list their drop-offs online so if you go homeless period Ireland homeless period Dublin something will come up and they'll in the run up to Christmas it'll be pretty vital okay oh, um mm-hmm. so yeah look into that and also I want to plug I have an e-zine Alan's going to put it in the show notes sure will sign up thank you Alan and it's where I write about stuff um that interests me <laughs> including <laughs> the subject of me there you go <laughs> so uh thank you to the Heads Up Podcast Network for having us Thank you to Dean McDonald for our artwork. Thank you to the aforementioned Dan for our music. Uh, listen to some other podcasts on the Heads of Podcast Network, such as Sexy Beasts featuring Tony Cantwell and Mark Jago, or Words That Effect, which is also excellent. And we'll see you next Friday. I think that's it. Hope Bye, everybody. And, what? I hope me and Dan are still together on this podcast. Oh, yeah, that would be awkward. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Keep so the fire is burning. Some... Bye, everybody.
HPN, the Headstuff Podcast Network. See headstuff.org for more details.